Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, November 25th. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. A confidential White House review of President Trump's decision to place a hold on military aid to Ukraine has turned up hundreds of documents that reveal extensive efforts to generate an after-the-fact justification for the decision. Three people familiar with the records say the internal communications also reveal an intense debate over whether the delay was legal. The research by the White House Counsel's Office includes early August email exchanges between acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney and White House budget officials seeking to provide an explanation for withholding the funds after the president had already ordered a hold in mid-July on about $400 million in key security assistance. White House lawyers are expressing alarm that the review has turned up unflattering exchanges and bad facts that could, at a minimum, embarrass the president and also give fresh fodder for those pursuing impeachment. In the early August email exchanges, Mulvaney asked acting OMB director Russ Vogt for an update on the legal rationale for withholding the aid and how much longer they could get away with delaying it. Trump had made the decision the prior month without any assessment of the reasoning or legal justification. Emails show Vote and OMB staffers then arguing over whether withholding aid was legal or not, while officials at the National Security Council and the State Department protested vigorously. OMB lawyers said that it was legal to withhold the aid as long as they deemed it a temporary hold. Mulvaney's request for information came days after the White House Counsel's Office was put on notice that an anonymous CIA official had made a complaint to that agency's general counsel about Trump's July 25th call to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. This official would later file a whistleblower complaint with the intelligence community's inspector general, which brought all of this eventually to the public's attention. My colleagues Josh Dossie, Carol Lennig, and Tom Hamburger, who broke this story last night, say that the in-house document production has exacerbated growing tensions between White House counsel Pat Cipollone and Mulvaney and his team. Cipollone is tightly controlling access to his findings, and Mulvaney's aides are complaining that Cipollone isn't briefing them or other White House officials, giving them important information that they say they need to get their stories straight when they're responding to public inquiries. The result has been contradictory messaging from the White House. Mulvaney's lawyer, Bob Driscoll, declined to comment, and Cipollone didn't respond to requests for comment. The emails revealed by White House lawyers include some in which Mulvaney urges vote, his protege, to immediately focus on Ukraine's aid package, making it clear that this was a top priority for Trump himself. The legal office launched this fact-finding review of internal records in a protective mode, both to determine what the records might reveal about internal administration conversations and also to help the White House produce a timeline to defend Trump's decision and his public comments. Along with examining documents, the White House counsel's review has also involved interviewing some key officials involved in handling Ukraine and dealing with complaints and concerns in the aftermath of that July 25th call. Cipollone's office has focused mostly and closely on correspondence that could be subject to public records requests, those which involve discussions between staff at the White House and at other agencies. Internal White House records are not subject to federal public records law, this is called FOIA law, but messages that include officials at federal agencies like state are. 
And the truism in these sorts of scandals is always follow the money. And that, once again, appears to be the case in the Ukraine affair. The Wall Street Journal is reporting this morning that Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, the two Rudy Giuliani associates who were indicted and arrested as they tried to flee the country with one-way tickets, tried to recruit a Ukrainian energy executive to join them in a proposed takeover of the official state oil and gas company, which represents 10% of Ukraine's GDP. And Bloomberg News reports that Giuliani himself also discussed representing a state-owned Ukrainian bank that was in a legal dispute over the summer at the same time he was pressing the Ukrainian government on behalf of Trump. Though he ultimately didn't take on that client, the talks underscore his enthusiasm for foreign buckraking and his willingness to insert himself in matters rife with potential conflicts of interest. In fact, the Ukrainian bank that he was in negotiations with is entangled in a legal dispute with its former owner who has close ties to Ukraine's president, Zelensky, and is the subject of a federal investigation in the United States. Congressman Devin Nunes, meanwhile, the ranking Republican on the House Intelligence Committee, says that reports he met with ex-Ukrainian Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin in Vienna to obtain information about the Bidens were false. The allegation was made by an attorney for Parnas, the Giuliani associate, who says that he helped set up meetings for Nunes in Europe a few months back. On Fox News, Nunes declined to answer any questions about the accusations, simply saying they're false and threatening to sue anyone who reported them. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith, a Democrat from Washington, said this weekend that it's quite likely, quote, without question, that Nunes will face an ethics investigation over the taxpayer-funded trip and meetings with Shokin. Parnas has reportedly provided the House Intelligence Committee with audio, photos, and video recordings, but what these records show is unclear. And the chairman of the committee, Democrat Adam Schiff of California, said his team is pressing ahead and preparing an impeachment report even though several key witnesses have refused to testify, and Schiff says the investigation is continuing. During a half-hour interview Sunday on CNN, Schiff said the evidence against Trump is already overwhelming. Now, a federal judge is expected to rule later today on whether former White House counsel Don McGahn must testify under subpoena before Congress. If the judge rules that he needs to, that could clear the way for other White House officials like former National Security Advisor John Bolton to also appear. Schiff said Sunday that time is of the essence and that Democrats will continue to investigate even after they submitted their report to the House Judiciary Committee and potentially even as a trial convenes in the Senate. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. 